before I come back at you with the Tempo Fit Movement. i just been going through some notes. I forgot, got a little message I want to share with you guys. Uh, today, I'm, I'm, in my, I'm in my bedroom, so you might hear like the fan running behind me, but it's all good. Um, you know, we all go through through things in life uh, that really put us down. It really set us back from chasing those goals that, we, that we're really chasing after. Uh, you know, it's sometimes you know our goals seem so so impossible to reach. Uh, we've all been there. Let me tell you, I, I've been there. Um, so let me tell you a story about mine. Uh, most of y'all know some of my friends that listen. You know, but some of y'all don't. Uh, I want to let y'all in on a secret. I'm married. Uh, happily married. I've uh, been married for uh, going on nine years. I've uh, been together with this girl for a little over 12. And, uh, you know, uh, to want to hang out with us in person, you know, that we seem pretty fine now. Uh, but back in the past, we've had our ups and downs. Um, so let me tell you a little backstory about that. Uh, we went down some paths that are uh, pretty dark paths. You know, we've just, uh, you know, I deal, I deal with depression. I deal with, I deal with anxiety, stress, anger. I used to deal with alcohol uh, really bad. That was one of my, as one of my worst things. I used to handle uh, the talk of this world, um, just just horrible talk. You know, I, I didn't care to put somebody down in just a very few words. I wasn't afraid to uh, to uh, embarrass someone. I wasn't afraid to pick on someone. I was just I was just a bad dude. Um, wasn't nice to be around. Uh, but I can tell you this: my flaws, because through Jesus, uh, I've pushed past all my, my bads. And through him, you know, I, I'm able to uh, rejoice in my past because I can help somebody else's future with what ha- what I went through. Um, so, back to my story. Uh, I battled every day with a battle. Not a physical battle, but a mental battle. Because, you know, because inside, inside your head is a battle that it's so hard to, uh, to quiet... The, the demon that's inside of your head it's, it's so hard to quiet that person without Jesus on your side now if you're washed by the blood then then that quietens that demon but when I'm, I wasn't I was I was a sinner of the world I was a person who you know I was just like everybody else out there you know wasn't following Jesus and you know Satan was was beat me to death you know he was I was so depressed I mean I I contemplated you know wanting to shoot myself so many times me or the father of a kid and I had a wife and had a home, had everything going for me, had a good job, had a good family, but I was just dying on the inside. I was just so much depressed, so much anxiety um, that I wanted to just end it because I was just so miserable, man. Some of you guys might really relate to that. Some of you guys not, not. But depression and anxiety is real. I deal with it every day. Um, I still deal with depression today, but... You know, I don't fall back on any kind of medication, or I don't fall back on, on some type of help group. I fall back on the Word. I fall back on the Bible, um, because I want to tell you here later on in the story a little more about it. But I used to fall back. Then I used to fall back on the bottle, and I used to drink myself to sleep every night, uh, just because I couldn't deal with my past and I couldn't deal with what I was doing toward my wife. I was very angry toward her. For no reason, I was treating my family really bad for no reason. I wasn't abusive, but I was just, I wasn't present, if that makes sense. I wasn't there. I might have been there in the body, but I wasn't there in the spirit. I was, um, 
just a miserable person to be around it i brought you know anger into everything brought depression and anxiety because you know you know like a little motivation for you guys if 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 you're negative all the time the people that you people that you normally hang out with are either going to be negative also because the positive people are going to run away they're not going to surround themselves with negative people because negative situations negative influence from somebody else will bring their positivity down so a positive person hangs around positive people so if you want to keep yourself in a positive situation, surround yourself with positive people. Put out the negative people in your life because they're, they're no good. The negativity, that you know, gossip, drama, just the bullcrap of this world—it's it, no count. You know, it—it it, it really, it's a toxic situation in your life. It's a really toxic uh, phrase in your everyday character, and you, you don't need that. You need a positive influence continuously. That's why we, you know, as a Christian, we follow Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ was one of the most positive influences of that time and this time and in the future time. He's going to be a constant positive. He's not a, he's not a constant negative like Satan, but he's a constant positive because he's the son of God. Anyway, back to my story. I got a little off track. I was preaching a little bit to you, but um, but I wasn't I wasn't a good person. I was I was not I was not a nice person. I was living living the dark life. You know, people that was close to me. I let close to me. It was only just a handful of people. Um, they knew that I was battling a, a good versus evil battle in my mind every day, because it's real. Uh, so that when I when my battles became more and more intense, my drinking became more and more intense, and then uh, I lost my father uh, to cancer when I was nineteen. And uh, well, he he got diagnosed when I was eighteen, and he died when I was nineteen. Uh, so that that put my drinking and it put my heartache and my depression and my anxiety into a spiral effect. I mean, it just really destroyed my my personal life. It really destroyed my marriage life. It destroyed my father life. It just destroyed my life because um, you know, I let I let Satan come in and twist and turn things in my life that was no good that I didn't need to. Uh, I let him come in and just destroy a good thing, and that was my family. Uh, so I was not following God's chosen path, even after the death of my father. Like I said, it inspired me. Um, I was going down a path that that the world had wanted me to go down. I was going down that world, that path that was just a, a very dangerous, dark path. So I want to read to you a little bit out of the Bible. In the book of Romans, chapter eight, verse five, it says, "Those who live according to the flesh have their mindset on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit." Have their mindset and what the spirit desires. So plainly, my my mind was living on the flesh. I was, I wasn't. You know, when a situation like it happens, what I try to teach my children now is that whenever a stressful situation comes up, instead of us, instead of us depending on a person to help us on our problems, you know, we need to go to our knees and ask the Father for for guidance and direction that we ask that we need. So when I was going through all my depression and my stress and my anxiety and then my loss of my father, instead of going to God, I knew I knew that I needed to go to God because, like I, like my backstory when I was twelve, that's when I, I first got saved, and uh, when I got when I became sixteen years old, uh, my depression, and my anxiety started coming in really hard. I wasn't um, I wasn't picked on during school or nothing like that. It caused my anxiety. It just it just came. Uh, I lived a life that one person thought I was living so good, but inside I was living miserably. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, and that was because I wasn't following God's path. That made me eat myself alive on the inside. So my myself, 
I backslid and I became, you know, like everybody else in the world. I desired worldly things. I, I desired, you know, women. I desired alcohol, I desired money. I desired, you know, just hardship. I was miserable. So, going down a little bit farther in my, in my story, um, what my problem was was depression and anxiety. I'm talking to you guys about today. That became a stronghold in my life. It became a situation to where it helped. It it made a, a, a hard in my heart. It hardened every situation that I had. That I wasn't able to have a good relationship with people. My wife, I my you know my my mom, uh, my sisters, uh, my nieces, uh, my nephews. I couldn't have a relationship with nobody because because every time I saw happiness. Uh, my heart was hardened and it was cold that I wanted to destroy it. I wanted to bring negativity into the situation so that nobody else felt good. That's just how bad a shape I was. So I always try to, I always put myself in a situation to where I wasn't around nobody. I'd go home, I'd work, and I'd go home, I'd drink myself to sleep, and I'd go home, go to bed. I repeated, you know. That was a lifestyle that I done just because, you know, I didn't want to bring my negativity into nobody's life because I knew how, how hard it is. And I didn't want nobody else to go through what I was going through. I was going through a dark time, and then I didn't want nobody else to do that because that was a, that was a, such a hard hard life for me. I have hope and pray that nobody ever goes through that. And if they does, shoot me a message. And I, I mean, you can talk. We can pray together because, I mean, this is that's that's nobody knows unless you're going through it, you know. You might be living that perfect life on the outside, everybody thinks, and then on the inside, your heart is just melted. You just, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. I don't know what I'm doing. My miserable. I hate this. It's just, bah. It's just garbage. So we drink ourselves, or or we or we drug ourselves up, or we go and find women. Anything that this world can offer to hide that pain at first, because it, it's just a temporary fix. It isn't a positive or a or a uh, permanent fix. It's a, it's a temporary cover. You know, just like when you code, you put a little bit of cover on, and then you know you're warm for a little while, just like that. So I was, I was, and metaphorically, I was a pig in the mud. I would wallow around in just a mess, a mess that my life had created. Um, so, so I'm gonna read to you a little bit more of a scripture. We'll go to Romans. Uh, let me bring my computer screen up here. Sorry about all the noise, guys. I'm in my house and. Got a dog running wild and two kids running wild and you know how it is. Family guy, right? It's one of the three S for a successful life: faith, family, and fitness. So anyway, Romans eight chapter uh, chapter eight verse six says, "The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace." So, you know, I let myself, I let myself, you know, not be governed by what God had wanted me to be. I didn't let myself, you know, run. In God's word, I let myself run in what the world wanted me to do. So I was, I was, you know, with sin, the pay for sin is death. So I didn't, I didn't step aside in my life. I didn't decrease in my life so Jesus could increase. I didn't go down the path that He had created me to go down. I was going down that dark path, like I keep saying. I keep repeating that because it's a very, it's a very important thing. That when you go down a dark path, it's it's not something that's it's not something to be proud of. It's something to be um, it's something to be ashamed of. Because what I went down was not very healthy. 
Um, it wasn't good at all. But once I found Jesus, uh, I found peace. I found hope. And then I understood my battles that I went out, that I was going down. Just as you all did, I had, I had led Jesus. I had let, I had to let Jesus drive the bus. You know, like the old song, you know, Jesus take the wheel. That was me. I had to let him go, and I, I had to get a shotgun. I had to ride a shotgun and let him drive. I could not do this life on myself because I would check it up like I was done. No matter what I did in my life, I was jacked it up. Uh, so whenever we are in charge of our lives, we screw it up. I mean, it's just plain and simple. So like, you know, like Romans, Romans chapter 8 verse 6 says, you know, you know, life is without Jesus a death. Um, so God is right there. He never left us. He never, you know, strayed us. He's been right there with us this whole time. He's never turned around or ran away. You know, we always took down the other path that, you know, that that the world wanted us to go down. Not not what Jesus wanted us to go down. Jesus had a prepared a way for us. And I took a, I took another path and it led me down that dark and depression and anxiety and stressful place. Now let's let's speed time up a little bit. Um so this time last year, we, we was uh, going against another hardship in our lives. The devil was uh, was working overtime, uh, trying to figure out, trying to figure every angle to get um, our our family broken up. It's like First Peter chapter five verse eight says, "Be alert and sober minded. You enemy, you're the enemy. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour." And that's what he does. You know, he he runs around this this world just trying his best to find somebody he can take over, just somebody else that he can destroy their lives, just trying to find somebody else that he can go against and and, and turn away from God. But you know, we we have somebody that died on the cross for us to to help us through that, that depression and help us through that anxiety, help us through that stressful job, help us through a stressful life, whatever the case might be. We got a guy his name's Jesus Christ. He 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 died on the cross for us to. For us to be born again through you know through His blood, um, I'm gonna read a little more of scripture for. I'm gonna read. I'm going to Ephesians here and bring it up. I want to read to you guys about what you know what Jesus told us that we needed to prepare ourselves to 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 be able to beat this this enemy that we go through every day, to to uh, have this hardship that we have to get rid of. Um, something that we need strength on, a courage on. I'm gonna read Ephesians chapter six verse ten. I'm gonna start in verse ten. It says, "Finally." Be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Find our struggles is not not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces in the heavenly places, heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of the evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you've done everything, to stand. This is this is the dandy one. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth, belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet lined with readiness. And it comes from the gospel of the peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which can be can extinguish all the flaming arrows that, that the devil throws at you. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given to me also. 
that I will, fre- I will fiercely make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am the ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare in the fearless as I should. That there tells us really quickly that the way that we can destroy and beat uh, what the world has, what the world has thrown at us, what Satan keeps throwing at us, is, is putting our faith in God, and then p- picking up our scriptures and reading it daily, and then that's how God can communicate with us is through His Word that that we can get over this depression, we get over this anxiety, we get over this stress and this hardship and this anger, this heartache we have from one another, this hardships that we have for our friends and family, and our stressful situations in our jobs, our marital lives, our family lives, whatever the case might be. And we get, we pick our, our Bible up and we read it daily and we pray daily and we have faith in God that God can see oversee all of our obstacles in our lives. So that, so that we won't get astray from what God has in place for us. So the devil will use so much things against you. And that's the reason why you got to learn scriptures because the way to overcome the evil is by quoting scriptures toward evil. You know, like, in Jesus' name, I pray. I say this. You know, because the devil will use our, our friends, our family. He'll use money, use your job, use your health. He'll use careers. No matter what it is, he'll use vehicles, your pets, your... I don't care if it's an inchworm. The devil will use something to get you thrown off path to following God's God's direction. So I know I bet you're wondering what in the world. I know you're bet you're wondering what in the world that, you know, what am I talking about? The key word is faith. Faith is something that we all are, you know, we're all designed to have. We have faith in it. We have to put our faith in God that God can overcome our hardship and our situation, just like the wind. Wind is an ultimate metaphor of what faith is. We don't see it, but we can see it move. We can see it move the leaves. We can see it move the, the grass. We can see it move the dust and the dirt. We can feel it in our, our face. Or if we had higher, I ain't got a higher on body. So if we had higher, we could feel the wind blowing in our hair, just like God. If we have faith in God, we, we don't see Him. But we can see what he does with his miracles. We can see the movements. We can see childbirths. We can see a family, you know, loving one another. We can see a sickly being person being healed. We can just see all these miracles that God performed. And we can see that through our faith. Um, so I want to tell you a little story about a man in the Bible who had tremendous faith in God. This is one of the many stories, but one of my favorites is about a guy named Daniel. If y'all don't know the Daniel, the story about Daniel and the lions, I recommend you guys go read uh, the book of Daniel. Chapter 6 is where it starts at. I want to kind of abbreviate a little bit. But Daniel went to this kingdom, and this kingdom um, was kind of out there, put it that lamest terms to you. Uh, Daniel prayed to God three times a day, and the king king did not want that. The king wanted uh, everybody to bow down and worship him instead of everybody bow down and worship God. So the king and the king's men uh, made a law that nobody should pray to God, but only pray to the to the king. And Daniel said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pray to my God, you know, um, God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who created the scriptures. I'm going to pray to him. I'm not going to pray to you. I'm not going to worship you. And the king said, Daniel, if you if you don't pray to me, I'm going to throw you in the lion's den. And uh, you there will be devoured by the lions because I'm, I'm going to hunger them. What he means by that, he's going to not feed the animals for several days so that when they throw Daniel into the lion's den, that the animals would immediately attack Daniel and eat him. So Daniel, I'm, I'm picturing Daniel just shrugged his head like, oh, whatever, you know, I've got God on my side because if God's with me, who can be against me? And so Daniel, Daniel went and prayed. And then the king's servants caught Daniel praying 
and then went and told on the, told the king of Daniel, and then the, the king threw Daniel into the lion's den, and God immediately saw favor in Daniel's you know courage and stand up for what's right, and God immediately made the lions not hungry no more. So when the Daniel went into the lions den, the lions wasn't hungry, so they they didn't attack Daniel, they didn't eat Daniel, they didn't scratch down, they didn't even they didn't even smell of Daniel. They just laid down like it wasn't nothing. That's a that's huge faith in God that He can overpower our 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 hardships, our depressions, and our anxieties just by faith. Um, Jesus Jesus Himself tells us in Matthew. Uh, chapter 21 verse 20, 21 through 22 says uh, truly I tell you if you have faith and do not doubt not only can you do what is what was done to the fig tree but you can also say to this mountain go and throw yourself into the sea and it will be done if you believe you receive whatever you ask in your prayer now that doesn't mean like well I pray for a million dollars you know God's going to see favor in your faith no no, you gotta have faith, God. I need you to help me in my financial standpoints. I've got some situations going on, and I got faith in you that you're going to take care of that. And God will not give you a million dollars. I mean, I ain't saying He can't, but I'm saying it's probably not how He's going to answer your prayers. He's going to answer your prayers in a way that you don't see, but God knows what's best for you. Because if God gave you that million dollars, would you still worship God? Would you still go toward God's calling in your life, or would you? won't go to the worldly things and won't go buy you a Lambo and go buy you a big nice house or whatever and you know not go to church and fellowship with one another and not go feed the hunger or or go visit somebody in prison or, or go to the hospital and visit somebody sick would you do that be hard wouldn't it so he's saying here pray pray for stuff that that God God can help you so that you can continue in the path to his righteousness I'll read another scripture to you guys. It's in Romans, chapter 10, verse 17. It says, Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So without Jesus Christ, there's no message. So you have to have the love of Jesus Christ in everything that you do, because that puts faith in your words. I'm going to read another one real quick. It's Hebrews, one of my favorite ones, Hebrews 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So we have to seek him daily. Which is what I'm talking about. You know, wake up. As soon as you wake up, hit the floor praying. Say, Lord, thank you for a wonderful night. Lord, thank you for another day. You know, and then get into the words because that's where God can communicate with you. So I want to read to you another one a little real quick. I'm trying to finish up. Not to keep you guys too long. Uh, but the book of James, chapter 2, verse 14. I think it's wrong. I think I might put the wrong one down. I think it's James two nineteen. Let me let me real quick that back up, folks. Sorry about that. But we have to continue our our faith in building our faith on God. So James two nineteen says, "Believe you believe that there isn't one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, and they shudder." So even the demons have faith that they know that there's only one God. There's only one thing. So if you put your faith in man, you're not putting your your whole faith in God. So you have to put your faith in God that He can overpower and and then destroy all this depression, anxiety, this sickness, this worries, this struggles, and then whatever it is. So before I leave you guys, I want to leave you guys with one 
with one scripture. I'd like for you guys to remember this. It's in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. And always submit to, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. You know, that, that means a lot. You know, if we, if we follow after Christ, our paths are not going to be just a little bit crooked, but they're going to be mostly straight when we follow in Jesus. Our paths are going to go to the left, they're going to go to the right, they're going to go left, they're going to go right. But as long as we strive after being Christ-like, our paths are going to be pretty straight. But that's all I want to tell you guys today. Just a little bit of faith. Just have faith that no matter what situation you're going through in life, no matter what it is, if it's depression, anxiety, stress, heartaches, you know, just hardship that you're going through, keep your mind on Christ and then read His Word and have a good prior life and just keep everything going the way Christ intended us to do. Guys, I love you. I'll see you next on the next podcast. Peace.